How's it going, everybody? I am Luke, and once more I am joined by Mr. Joe for this, of course, weekly tradition this Thursday morning, Charging Buffalo podcast. Not a whole lot of Sabres news, of course, to talk about, but you bet your bottom dollar we will find something to talk about oh, on yeah. this show. Oh, and yeah. We, we got some help from our listeners and our, tw- our followers on Twitter, and... Um, Hopefully it'll be a, a, a good show that I actually have some uh, good good takes in. No, 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 no rants this week. On yeah, no, no rants on, uh, <laughs> on any, Mr. Bob. On Mr. Bob. Yeah, Bob. Though I would love, I really <laughs> wish he didn't block me because I want to go back and look at um, what picks he made. Because I guarantee you he didn't choose Carolina to win. There's no way he chose all this chaos. No. Absolutely this not. this this chaos scenario to happen because uh, that is what is happening. Should we lead in with the playoffs? Why not? Sure. Yes. Uh, have you gotten around to watching more of the games? No. Or no. 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 I, I'm too busy. I have not exam. missed a single day. Really? Of these playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I mean, wow. I must say, uh, yesterday's events with the Hurricanes and Capitals, I was more shocked that the Hurricanes won this series than the Blue Jackets winning that series. That's I, why I, you need to watch more hockey. Oh, God. This, no, this <laughs> Hurricane series, I had, like, because, you know, a team... I, pick, I picked the Hurricanes to win. A te- yeah, well, okay. I'm sure a lot of joke, people, but... I'm sure a lot of know. people did. But, I mean, you know, if you're if you're the, the Lightning, we've seen it happen before where the one seed loses, uh, you, they, they're off to a big lead, and then they get, they get jumped all of a sudden, and... I mean, once you fall in a three nothing, two nothing hole, you're done. I just thought, man, I th- the Capitals' choking years were behind them, and what do you know? And then they choke. They they go and choke. I I thought that Ov was going to become this proven Stanley Cup guy, and these are the best Capitals teams they've ever had. But no, the Hurricanes. I mean, a first year playoff team. Uh, it's just. I, it had a greater effect on me than the Blue Jackets had because I mean you know they were up one nothing and mm-hmm. I just didn't I didn't think you know the, the the Hurricanes were just too new or are too new I thought okay well the fun is over it was all smoke and mirrors now they're with the big boys but it's a good team Warren Fogle is a good player but uh yeah it, putting oh five oh six aside mm-hmm. Carolina's a team to root for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Easily, like I find it hard to root for the Hurricanes. I'm, I'm for now on. I think I'm going to be rooting for the Blue Jackets mm-hmm. just because I think they're a good story. They went all in at the deadline. They have all these guys that are gonna, could be, be walking on July first. Kind of reminiscent to the 0607 Sabers in that sense. But and they've also this is the first year they've ever won a playoff series. So I'm rooting for the Blue Jackets. But teams like Carolina, the Islanders. Columbus, uh, even Dallas, kind of. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis was in last place when the Sabres were in first place. Avalanche. (laughs) I mean, I know it it feels like it's rock bottom right now for the Buffalo, but you know what? Those teams moved on in the playoffs. Those teams did. I didn't say this on the show last week, but I don't think you could possibly say... If you're paying attention to these playoffs, you can't anymore possibly say, 
why it's impossible. Sweet, yeah. Wh- why why would anyone ever say again? Give me the draft pick instead of giving me a wild card spot. It's pointless. We're gonna get knocked down the first round. Four wild card teams won. One of them, or possibly two, are going to go to the conference final. Mm-hmm. Do you realize the St. Louis Blues or Dallas Stars are going to be in the conference final? That's unthinkable. Yeah. Unimaginable midseason. And they're gonna be facing the Sharks or the uh the Avalanche. The West anyone. Anyone, anyone. can win. Yeah. And you know what? It's you can't go wrong with whoever goes to the cup in the West. Yeah, you you can't. can't. I, I want San Jose because, um, I mean, I hate to veer off track here, but I got to say this before I forget. The mental toughness that the San Jose Sharks showed. Oh, that's unbelievable. In game I, seven. I'm so upset that I fell asleep. The, I, I fell asleep when it was 3 nothing Vegas. There's no reason they shouldn't win the cup. Mm-hmm. With, with the strength that they showed and just... To come back like that, and and I I thought they were the underdog in that series, and it is just Vegas was better for the most part. Yeah, they should have won. They they were up three to one in the series, right? Three one in the series and three nothing in game seven. So, mm-hmm. and shorthanded overtime winner by Thomas Hurdle, unbelievable. Or uh, Barkley Goodrow. No, in oh yes, yeah. right, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, 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 yeah. but just wow, yeah. That was a great series. Thomas Hurdle's oh on a next level, swinging his stick over his head. Is Thomas Hurdle nerfed? No. Is he? No, he's not. I think he signed for a couple more years, but still. Kevin LeBanc, or LeBanc is a really nice player. They're going to have trouble signing him, I think. Well, if they want to keep Eric Carlson, that is. San Jose is going to be in a cap crunch. Eric Carlson is not 100%. You can oh, you can not. absolutely yeah. tell. He only played state. like 40, yeah. 45 games this year. How old is he now? Is he He's got to be like 27, 28. I really want him to take this offseason to rest and maybe even the beginning of the next season. I want him to come to Buffalo. It's I I can't stand to watch him skate around like that anymore cuz he's hunched over. He's he's like he's just bent over holding the butt of his stick. He he looks hurt. Like he looks like his hip is hurting or something and it it kills me. Uh, and I don't want to watch anymore because I want to see the, the, the prime Eric Carlson. I want to see Eric Carlson win the cup. Did you yeah. see the picture of Mark Stone and Eric Carlson hunting? Yes, yes. I, I, I was watching. We made it out. Yep. Oh, we yeah, yeah, that out. was great. The the handshake line, I was watching that, and I went right to my, my hockey group chat and said, Stone and Carlson reunion. Uh, but uh, Carlson's going to go to Vegas. E5. It's going to happen. I think he, it's going to happen. I can see him. Did you see this picture of uh, Joe Thornton comforting Joe Pavelski? Yeah, I saw that. That's this funny. is just oh, the most Is pure... Pavelski going to be okay? There has been no update on him. Hmm. The thing is, people are saying that maybe it was a compression cut, which is like, there, I guess there's nowhere for the hit to go, so it just rips your thin skin oh, and oh, okay. it bleeds a lot. But he was unconscious. He yeah. was out on the ice but that was should that have been a five minute major no mm-hmm. yeah i didn't think no. so either but you know what whatever the golden knights want to complain about it's all sour grapes because nobody allows four goals on a five minute power yeah play. that's you, you kill the penalty unthinkable no you were i remember my friend texted me and he was like please tell me you didn't fall asleep mm-hmm. and i'm like oh my god what i missed so i go to the <laughs> nhl app and i'm like what yeah how <laughs> they scored four goals and then and then uh, the Knights tied it up. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Forty seven seconds. Unbelievable. Now, what a series. I want to go back to the Hurricanes for a moment here because they have made the playoffs four times since two thousand two. Listen to this track record, okay? O two lost the Stanley Cup final. O six I always forgot they went to the yeah. final in O two. O six won Stanley Cup final. 09, lost conference finals. <laughs> Two, uh, 2019, who knows? Who knows? That's Can you believe that? Four years, not bad. 17 years, four playoff berths, and you get to uh, three conference finals and a Stanley Cup. Well, you know, yeah. And who knows? The book is unwritten mm-hmm. for this year. What do you think happens in Nashville, Winnipeg, Toronto, Tampa, all these teams that choked. You got to stay the course. What, yeah. Look at what Washington did. Did Washington ever blow it up? Exactly. They sustained for 10 years. Because everyone's pan. By the way, that Toronto, oh my God. Mm. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. That was the best day of the year. Yeah. The best, the best day, the best hockey day for me since when the Sabres beat the Sharks to make it 10 games. Yeah. Easily. No doubt. Just seeing everyone turn on Mike Babcock, William William Nylander's getting run out of town, uh, just everything. Mm-hmm. Everything is just like, oh my god, Kyle Dubas is a horrible GM. Blah, Jake blah, blah. Gardner run out of town. Oh my god, you see the, the video of that kid? Yes. Oh my god, Patrick Marlowe. Hmm. But anyways, Toronto should stay, stay yeah. the course, stay the course. They shouldn't. They shouldn't do anything out of hand. You have defense coming up in the system. Rasmus Sandin, that's Rasmus about San- it. Where's Liljegren? He's not. You don't think he's that good? I've never been a big fan of Timothy okay. Liljegren. Okay. Yeah, never really. I mean, and he, they're pro- they're probably gonna trade him for a rental next year, and then they're just gonna be in even worse shape. But yeah. Did you see the video of? It's like a slideshow of all the Leafs tweets with, yes. with their goal song. <laughs> Did that guy really call Muzzin JT Muzzin? He's probably he probably just started watching them at the beginning of the year, you know, Fairweathers. Then there's a there's a, there's an overhead screenshot of their like party in the plaza mm-hmm. thing, and it, it was captured like on screen. It looks like a million people, but it's just it's just like a guarded off area with probably five thousand people, maybe not even two thousand, maybe all the poor sap Toronto fans. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I tweeted about. Uh, the Leafs right after the game. And I said, this is great. Leaf fans are turning on Babcock. Nylander's about to get around town, and they have three first-round exits in a row. Have have to pay Marner and Matthews next year, and no leftover cap space to build a defense or sign any of their other RFAs. Uh, all of these salty Maple Leaf fans yep. coming at me like, coming from a Buffalo fan, blah, blah, blah. When was the last time the Leafs won a playoff series? Was it like 20 years ago? Uh, 04. Yeah, 04. almost, almost. Literally 20 years ago. Yeah. Say what you want about the Sabres, but, my God, at least they... It's, it sucked the past eight years, but at least they... We've won the Usually same. consistently make the playoffs. I love when they, they pull out the, the how many cups have you won argument. They, you the, weren't even alive the last time you won the cup. Yeah, the Sabres weren't alive when the Leafs won the yeah. cup last. Like, the same people tweeting that, their parents probably weren't even alive when they won, won the yeah. last one in the cup. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> Just stay out of it. The Sabres have won as many Stanley Cups as you since 1967. Mm-hmm. Are, how many, 
Maple Leaf players are even alive that were on that team. Good Lord. Who's Who was be... on that team? Yeah. <laughs> Johnny oh Bauer, the goalie. He died. <laughs> Am I going too far <laughs> that there? That was dark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. The NHL has the second chance bracket out. Let's fill them out. Let me bring Live it up right here. On the Charging Buffalo podcast. I already filled mine out, so I'll go first. The NHL app takes forever to load. Mm -hmm. It's a garbage app. It is. But, okay, we'll start out west. How about that? So, Colorado, San Jose. I have the Colorado Avalanche winning in five games. Ooh. Wow, okay. Colorado is my team. I think think they're going to go far. Uh, Other... Other matchup here in the West. Dallas, St. Louis. I think St. Louis is going to pull through seven games. Mm-hmm. So that means it's going to be another month minimum that we get to hear about Ryan O'Reilly and how bad that trade was from Sabres Twitter. So that's fun. Out in the East, Columbus, Boston. I think Columbus pulls through six games. Carolina, Islanders. Islanders. Sweep. Oh, in a wow. sweep. Yes. Robin Leonard pulls through again, and we're just a step closer to him lifting the con Smythe and then flipping off all of Buffalo. Yeah, that's that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, should I wait now? It's still it's, taking it's a while. Still, I don't know if it's it's probably the Wi-Fi. All right, uh, conference final: Colorado and St. Louis. Colorado pulls through six games in the East Eastern Conference Finals: Blue Jackets, Islanders, Islanders. Mm. Seven games. Mm. And then Stanley Cup final, I have the New York Islanders winning the Stanley Cup. Mm. Okay, well, uh, yeah, let's take a swing looking at yours. The Avalanche and Sharks, I'm going with the Sharks. I think the Sharks are going to win that one in... I think they win in five. Though I also got like seven of my eight series wrong in all my brackets. (laughs) Stars, Blues, I'm going with the Blues. And then in the Western Conference Final, the San Jose Sharks defeat the St. Louis Blues. In the East, I think the Columbus Blue Jackets pull it off against the Boston Bruins. And the Carolina Hurricanes defeat the New York Islanders. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a wild card (laughs) conference final. And it will be one. By who? By who? The Columbus Blue Jackets. All right, all right. And in the Stanley Cup final, the San Jose Sharks finally defeat the Columbus Blue Jumbo Jackets. Jumbo Joe Thornton gets yes. his cup. Yes. What will NBC do if Columbus and San Jose are in the Stanley Cup? They will lose their heads. If it's not because endless amount, oh the parody, blah blah blah. What's blah. the best case scenario for NBC right now? Probably Boston and Dallas in terms of big name cities. Probably Boston, St. Louis. Boston, St. Louis. You think? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true because yeah. St. Louis is featured all the time on Wednesday exactly. Night Rivalry. So yeah, well Wednesday Night Rivalry died. Uh, Wednesday Night Hockey. Wednesday Night Hockey. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, interesting playoff matchups here. Yeah. Do you think uh, Columbus could run the table and win sixteen in a row? Hey, the Kings almost did it in 2012. Mm-hmm. I think they were 16 and were there any, three. There, were there any other sweeps? No. Or Islanders. Four? Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that one of the t- either Blue Jackets or Islanders are on the table and mm-hmm. win 
16 in a row. That'd be there, something. There's only one team left that I don't want to win. I and that's Boston. I, yeah, I don't want Boston to win. Yeah. I mean, I was rooting for them hardcore in the first round, but I think that I could, all ended. I could probably go without Dallas too, but I mean, I if, really don't have beef with Dallas. If Dallas is in the cup, it's like okay, whatever. I mean, I was a baby when no goal happened, yeah, so I, mean, <laughs> I just I no, I my, really my, don't have beef. My beef is I feel like they've they've won, and you could say the same thing about the Avalanche, but I feel like the Stars have just won too recently. Yeah, you know, like I I want Colorado to win. You do I I think it'd be cool. Imagine McKinnon. I'm rooting for Robin Leonard, obviously. Yeah, oh, yeah. I Robin want him Leonard. to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want him to win the con so he can flip off all the Buffalo fans. I want the Islanders to win just solely for the bitter Tavares tears. Oh, my God. Could mm-hmm. you imagine? Could you imagine? Oh, my God. I went to Toronto to win a Stanley Cup. Islanders win the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That'd be fantastic. Oh, there was something I wanted to say. That would be hilarious. There was something I was going to say I completely forgot. Because I, I forgot Tavares even said that. Oh, yes. That would be embarrassing. Back to the Sharks. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought about this when Martin Jones was playing like garbage. Mm-hmm. Last two games of the series, he was playing very well, though. Do you? Because th- both of us have gone on record to say we don't trust uh, Hutton and Allmark to take this team to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Would you buy low on Martin Jones? Yeah. What is buying low? Tell me. What Second round pick? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is the one season where he sucked. Mm-hmm. And it, and he's been like 920, 925 save percentage for most of, if not all, of his career, even going back to when he was a backup with the Kings. Mm-hmm. This is just an off year for him. It's bizarre because the Sharks' defense—it's mainly constructed. I mean, their their top guys are offensive defensemen. Yeah. they're not. You know, they have no standout. Mm-hmm. They have Vlasic though, who's Vlasic. An offensive guy. I don't. I don't watch enough of them to know anything about Brandon Dillon or I think Justin Braun's more defensive. Yeah, guy, both but. of them are more defensive. But I would consider it because if you think about the Sharks, they're gonna have to make some changes to keep their team together. Mm-hmm. And Jones carries a cap hit of about, like, $5 million. And $5 million is okay for your starting goalie. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you have to give up? Second-round pick, you're probably going to have to trade Allmark. I would presume he'd probably be the guy that goes because he's an RFA. I mean, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Obviously, you want Allmark to succeed, but I don't know. Because, obviously, the Sharks don't have someone who can come in right now and take over for Jones and Aaron Dell, but mm-hmm. I don't think he has what it takes. Maybe they go after Bobrovsky. Who knows? Good. Or Varlamov, who has lost his starting job in Colorado. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just something to keep in the back of your mind for mm-hmm. if you want to upgrade the goaltending. And I think that's 100% an upgrade, even though he had a bad season. One trade rumor that... I can't. I can't get with is Subban to Buffalo. Subban, I mean, yeah, I saw that Nashville is going to consider moving somebody. Uh, they and they might have to because, you know, they they choked in the first round and they were supposed to go far. But I don't want us in on a almost thirty year old defenseman. But how fun would it be if PK? It Subban would be fun, but will we be competitive as long as he's here? I I don't think there's a purpose yet. And I know to get better, you got to trade for good players, obviously. But and he he's got a, he has a cap hit of nine million. Yeah, I do. It'd be tough, but like if the if they do wrist the line in for Subban, something then, crazy okay, like that, then, then, you then can't, yeah, go ahead. But right. 
Like, I'm not trading their first-round pick next year for P.K. Subban. No, that's true. It depends on the compensation, definitely. Yeah. But um, I, I, don't, I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole if it's, like, someone outlandish, like, first-round pick. Like, middle stat. Like, middle stat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Amherst. Yes. Swept. Again. 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 By Toronto. <laughs> At least Toronto has some, something to hang their hat on this mm-hmm. year. Uh, yeah, it sucks. It uh, does. Tage Thompson apparently looked pretty good. I didn't buy AHL TV if you listened last week. I was complaining about that. Looks like I made the right decision. I had a feeling that they were going to get swept or bounce in the first round, and I would have just been wasting $25 to watch three games. So, mm-hmm. And I couldn't watch those games anyways. I had to work. But, hmm. yeah. So does do, does the Amherst getting swept have any impact on Chris Taylor as a valid candidate for the Sabres head coaching job? Well, I think uh, the thing is – why does this team get swept so much? What 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 is going on? I, I don't I, know. I think uh, it's clearly because the Sabers called everybody up at the end of the season and sabotaged the chemistry of the team, right? I know that everyone likes Chris Taylor, okay, but there's a bunch of coaches in the AHL that are near the top of the league with their teams, right? Mm-hmm. Are they all great candidates? I mean. You get what I'm saying there, yeah. though. Like, yeah. uh, I I don't know if we should, because what else are we basing it on, other than his success with 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 Rochester? Because if if he comes up here and sucks, it's going to be the same thing as it was with Housley, where we thought he had this great track record with different teams and mm-hmm. uh, different levels of coaching. And I don't want to fall into that same that same hole with uh, Chris Taylor if he is indeed the guy. I'd be fine with him. I, this series. Does not change my mind at all, really. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's, I'd rather have Ricard Groundberg. I mean, oh, I've, yeah, tra- yeah. I've trashed that idea in the past couple. Well, episodes, you know, we didn't but, know everything about him. I think perhaps. Yeah, because there's been a couple articles talking about him, and I like yeah. some of the stuff that's been in there. So mm-hmm. yeah, get Ricard Groundberg, and not this guy who we're gonna bring up next. Jacques Martin. Jacques Martin. Can you believe it? His first head coaching job was in 1986 with the St. Louis Blues. That is a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the Sabres asked permission to speak with Jacques Martin the other day. I mean, you know what? Ottawa also has. Mm-hmm. So you know when Ottawa is asking to talk to the guy that this is a brilliant decision, right? Hold on, I'll try and find. He coached them, though, I think from 95 to 2004. The Senators? I believe so. Unless I'm thinking, am I thinking of Jacques Lemaire? I don't know. I might be thinking of Lemaire. Maybe. Because I told you I was confusing him with Lemaire. I'm going to fact check myself on that. Yeah, Dreger said on the instigators that Martin is a top candidate for the Sabres coaching job. And if you remember back to back a couple years ago now, when Phil Owsley was fired, hired, sorry, uh, and in that press conference... Bautrell was asked why uh, Rick Tockett didn't get the job. And he's like, you know what? We didn't even ask to talk to Rick Tockett because I already know everything about him from being in Pittsburgh. And Martin is also in Pittsburgh. That lines up exactly with Bottrell when he was there. What has changed to the point then where he didn't have to talk to Rick Tockett because he knew everything about him? And now he's asking to talk to Martin. Just something to keep in the back of your mind. That's interesting. I I wonder if Martin is the guy. Uh, the Wi-Fi is absolutely not complying with me right now, so I can't look up 
if Martin or Lemaire was actually the coach in 95-04. But, uh, you know what? We call Rennie Carlisle a dinosaur. I mean, Jacques Lemaire, not Lemaire, Martin, has been coaching much longer than Randy Carlisle. Lemaire was coaching, I'm pretty sure, Martin? Jesus! Jacques Martin <laughs> was coaching, I'm, I'm pretty sure when Carlisle was still playing with, like, the Jets or something, or the Leafs. So, that's another thing. Martin was with Ottawa I was until Senators. 2004. Boom! There 90, it is. 90, oh my god, 95 Look at that. to 2004. That is our equivalent of let's, of let's bring back Lindy Ruff. Yeah, it is. You know? Yeah. Except they weren't good then, I, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. But He was their coach when we swept them in 97. Not, no, we didn't sweep them. We beat them in 7. In, uh, head, last time he had a head coaching job was in 2012 with Montreal. Missed the playoffs. In oh, wait a minute. Do 2009-10. Scroll, scroll, um, scroll down there. Okay, yeah, that was when they beat Washington mm, in the first right. round. Yeah, and he was an assistant with Pittsburgh for the last one, two, three, four seasons. Interesting. Now, well, I can't wait for all the suburban hockey dads to call it. Oh my! To call it the higher. Well, to call it WGR and call him Jack Martin. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, uh, what's this guy's name? Jack Martin. That the Sabers are looking at. You know. Uh, <laughs> the Americanized version. Check Martin. But uh, uh, please, no. Yeah, no. No. He's 67 years old. <laughs> and is this like the equivalent to the Oilers bringing in Hitchcock? Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm not going to lose sleep over it or anything, but why? Maybe he's the he's the guy that can, like, give these guys a kick in the pants mm-hmm. and be like, all right, this isn't happening anymore, but... He's, he, he's been around the league, I mean, for the last six years with the Penguins. So, I mean, he hasn't been gone, at least. I'd prefer a fresh face. I don't Yeah, I, I... He is a dinosaur. I don't know what the deal is with the Sabres and just not going with new people. Howsley was kind of new, though. And that didn't really work out, but... But that, he was a boys that club does, person. That doesn't mean... And this... I'm just going to say this. You, they shouldn't... They should keep their options open. Yeah, sure, talk to Martin, whatever. But there's got to be other options. Mm-hmm. There's got to be other options. Wait. Wait and see if somebody gets fired. Mm-hmm. Wait and see if... There are... Wait to talk to Sheldon Keefe, if possible. Like, just because Bilesma was a retread or whatever doesn't mean you should stay away from retreads. Just because... Uh, Housley was a fresh face doesn't mean they need an experienced coach. Cause look at Boston, Bruce Cassidy, AHL coach. Let's uh Jared Bednar, Jared AHL Bednar. coach. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good one. Hold on, I'll bring up all the teams that Uh what where where was uh Craig Berube? He was in the AHL. He was? Early, okay, that's okay. I season. figured. So Berube we have. Mm-hmm. Uh hold on. I'm trying to pull up. Yeah, we're bringing up the uh, list of Dallas. Uh, Montgomery? Yeah, uh, Jim Montgomery. He was in college last year. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, Tortorella, I mean, yeah. But Carolina, uh, Brendan Moore, he was an assistant. And Islanders, Trotz, of course, he won the cup last year. So there's a little bit of both. A little bit of both. So, I don't know. Keep their options open. If it's Martin, I mean... That's going to suck, but not anything to lose sleep over. Because here's the thing. If they suck again next year, 
he's gone, and Bottrell's probably gone too, right? Mike. Oh yeah, I think absolutely. Hey, uh, Jeremy Colleton. Yeah, that's that's another one that I just found. He was coaching Rockford last year. Where was Blashill? Blashill started in the AHL. Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They all got to start somewhere. Indeed. They all got to start somewhere. What about uh, Peter LaViolette? How would you feel about him? Oh, I'll take him. Easily. All day. Mm-hmm. Paul Maurice, do you think he's safe? I think he's safe. Really? Yeah. Yeah, honestly, if any of those teams that were upset in the first round, mm-hmm. th- it would have happened already. I don't think Babcock's getting fired. Maurice is probably safe. LaViolette's probably safe, too, but mm-hmm. you never know. never know. And I don't, I can't imagine any of the other remaining coaches would get fired. I mean, Trotz is safe. Brendan Moore is definitely safe. Cassidy's safe. Uh, Torts is definitely safe. Well, Barubi's just an interim, but I can guarantee you that he's going to get promoted, yeah. if you will. Uh, Montgomery's safe. DeBoer, maybe. He's probably safe, though. Mm-hmm. And Bednar is definitely safe, too. So you're not getting any of those guys. Probably better off waiting to see if there's any good guys in the AHL, but yeah, I don't know. Jacques Martin. Jacques Martin. That's a name to keep in mind. Yep. Uh, sadly. Uh, World Under 18s. Uh, I got to catch a couple games on Sunday, Easter Sunday. Cole Caulfield, man. Oh my God. Oh, yes. Cole Caulfield. Please. I love Cole Caulfield. What a joy to watch. Already 11 goals in four games. Broke the record for goals at the U18s for Team USA. Only three shy of Alex Ovechkin's record. Only three shy. But you know he's short. Yeah, the knockout round is coming. Knockout rounds are coming, so uh, I hope he breaks the record. USA is obviously going to have to go to the gold medal game for that to happen, but he's like averaging a hat trick a game, so I think it's definitely possible. I think USA is facing. Ooh, I forgot. I forgot who they're facing next. But you know, but, you're kidding yourself, Joe. He's five seven. Yeah, he can't. He can't. He can't possibly be good. Exactly. Look at Alex DeBrinket. All the suburban hockey. Uh, imagine. Just imagine if the Sabres use a seventh pick on Caulfield, and all what all the suburban hockey dads' reactions would be. Mm-hmm. We drafted a guy who was five seven with a top ten pick. Are you kidding me? In reality. They're just jealous because he's shorter than their kid who's on the uh, the fed, the fed club team with two wins. Oh, my God. On the third defense pairing. <laughs> the zingers and this, coming out left and right today. And this 5'7 kid who looks like he's on the Disney Channel is just <laughs> completely frying D1 college Caul- talent. Caulfield looks like he's seven years old. Yeah. If you he, haven't seen a picture of him, look him up. He looks like he's seven years old on his way to the first day of second grade. Yep. He looks like an eight-year-old uh, Drake Bell. Like, he does. He does. He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I him do. and Middlestat on the same line would be funny. Yes. Someone tweeted, like, I can't I can't wait to see Caulfield and Middlestat playing together next year. And then they, they like, hit a few spaces down and put, I mean, with Legos and Mega Blocks and, <laughs> and, and Hot Wheel ramps. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Oh. That's really funny. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, U18s, USA is just killing it. Jack Hughes, as advertised, sensational. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caulfield, like, this guy, throw all of your red flags out, out the door for him. He is 
the real deal. He's going to be a 35-40 goal scorer in the NHL. Is this national development team, like, is this a dream team? Yes. I feel like they've never been this good. They, they, <laughs> this is the dream team. Yeah. The development team. Like, you got Hughes, Turcotte, Knight. Zegers. Is Knight there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Caulfield, Knight, Boldy. Those are six guaranteed first-round picks. Uh, Cam York, seventh. Seven guaranteed first-round picks. They're all going to... Hold on, I'll bring I'll bring up the whole team. Is, Johnny Beecher. Johnny Beecher is a fantastic player, and he is just pushed down the lineup just because they have so much center depth. Beecher, he is fantastic skater, good defensive player. Would probably be a first round like if they didn't have Zegris and uh, Turcotte on the team, he'd be their second line center, and he'd probably be regarded as a top 15, 20 pick. And then what what does this team even compete for? What's their championship? It's just development. They, they just play, play, they play some USHL games. They play against D1 okay. college teams, too. I'll pull up the roster. Who was that guy that you tweeted about a couple like days ago and I said there's no way that's a real name? Bobby Brink. Bobby he, Brink. He plays in the USHL. I don't know why. I mean, good on him for... I, 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 don't, I don't know why he's, he's not playing for the development team, but he's fantastic, too. A poor man's Cole Caulfield, perhaps. You can say. I was on your Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Wi-Fi is failing right now. I can't bring up the roster for the development team, but lots of potential first-round picks. You look at a guy like Alex Vlasic, too, big defenseman, Matias Samuelson. That is totally an NHL 18 or He's, NHL 19 uh, game. He's Mark Edward Vlasic's cousin. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, now that makes sense. Okay. Uh-huh. But he could be a first-round pick. I'm trying to think of some other guys. I don't. I need to see the roster in front of me, though. This the Wi-Fi is just completely failing me right now. Yeah, it's now. really, it's really sad. failing us. Mm-hmm. All right. But, yeah, definitely tune in to some of these games. Okay. Uh, Cam York, definitely going to be a first-round pick. Henry Thrun, Drew Hellison. Like, these guys are good depth players on defense for the development team. Could definitely be second- or third-round picks. Mm-hmm. He was obviously going first overall. Vlasic, at least a late first, early second round pick. Michael Gildon, brother of Max Gildon, draft pick of the Florida Panthers. I really like him too. Matt Boldy could easily be an option for Buffalo with that first round pick. Uh, Marshall Warren could be a high second to late to early third round pick. Trevor Zegris, obviously we talk about him a lot. Ryder Ralston, I'm pretty sure he's related to Ron Ralston. Pretty sure. He'll definitely get drafted. Cole and Judd Caulfield, you know, we just sung the praises of Cole Caulfield. How tall is his brother? Uh, I don't think they're related. Really? I don't think they are. Hold up. What? Mm-hmm. Is one of them Caulfield and there's Caulfield? Is that uh, what it is? Yes, Caulfield. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, that's Caulfield. weird. That's really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caulfield, Judd Caulfield will probably be... I don't know, a mid-pick. He'll, he'll get drafted. All of these guys should get drafted. I'd be shocked. Again, Johnny Beecher, he'll definitely be a late first, early second-round pick. Uh, Patrick Moynihan, I really like him too. Turcotte, like so many. Case McCarthy, a Clarence native, he'll definitely get drafted, probably second or third round. Bobby Brink, like let's get him. Spencer Knight is going to be in the top 20 probably. It's a great year. This is the dream team for the U.S. Mm-hmm. National Team Development Program. What a team. I would not be surprised if they break the record this year for most American players drafted in the first round. What a year. And it's not as strong of a year next year 
for the development team or American players drafted, more European players, I feel, right now at this stage of the game. But, man, oh, man, these drafts, really good. Really, really good. And I've been seeing people talking about how Buffalo never drafts good, so we should trade all of our picks again, and that's really annoying. <laughs> but anyways, uh, some draft stuff. I'll bring. I just uh, put up an article on the ChargingBuffalo.net. You should check it out on five intriguing options for the Sabers with the seventh overall pick. Cole Caulfield was one of them, and you should go check it out. Read it. Uh, included some. Some uh, highlights in there as well from each of the five guys. So definitely go check that out at thechargingbuffalo.net. So get the get the brand going, you know? Yes, yes. Uh, okay, now we didn't know what the main topic of today's episode should be, so we went to Twitter and asked you guys what you wanted us to talk about. And one listener, fan of the show, Antonio, he suggested that we go through all of Bottrell's trades and look back on them. So we'll start with, I believe, the Bolu trade was his first move. That was so indeed we'll that. his first trade on June 17th, 2017. Buffalo Sabres acquire Nathan Bolu for a 2017 third-round pick. Not bad. Which turned into who? Mm, hold on, I can, I can look. I can look. This was not, I mean, it was, it was a blown execution, ultimately, because of the way that Bolu was used. Um, I mean, he was brought in to be a guy. Yeah, and, most and, thought he would be a top four defenseman, right? And he winds up getting traded two years later to mm-hmm. the Winnipeg Jets. How so. did he play in Winnipeg? Was he okay? He, I don't think he played at all during the playoffs. Somehow, I'm surprised. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, Bolu was. That he's pick a good player. Became Scott Walford from, I believe, the Victoria Royals. 68th overall. Okay. So, yeah, you're not losing sleep over Scott Walford, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a good trade at the time. Mm-hmm. Trading a third-round pick for a guy that was drafted in the first round just five years before. Mm-hmm. You'd do that. But, I mean, I hope the Sabres make a similar trade, take a gamble on somebody this offseason, too. Make that trade all day long. If it doesn't work out, I mean, it's a third-round pick. I remember being stoked when this trade happened. Yeah, so was I. Because around the expansion draft, they didn't have anybody to protect for Mm -hmm. that third defensive spot. Of course, you're going to leave Bogosian exposed. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, why not acquire a guy and see what happens? Uh, Next move, the Sabres gave Vegas a 2017 sixth-round pick that turned into Yuri Patera for expansion draft considerations to protect Linus Allmark. William Carrier also leaves in that. Uh, yeah, it's a sixth-round pick, whatever. I mean, Carrier would be nice on this team right yeah. now. Yeah, but it's yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's whatever. Uh, Allmark should have been automatically protected anyways because he only that was his first, it was his second year in North America, right, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but, yeah, it's a sixth-round pick, whatever. They got to keep Allmark, who at the time they thought was the goalie of the future. I mean, they still might, who knows. Next, the Sabres reacquire Jason Pominville. They also get Marco Scandella in a 2018 fourth-round pick that turned into Linus Kronholm from Minnesota for Tyler Ennis. Marcus Foligno in a third-round pick, which turned out to be Jack McBain. So, I mean, it's pretty much a nothing trade, right? Yes. In the end, Ennis yes. ended up getting bought out. I, uh, I, 
I don't think it would hurt to have Felino on this team still. Yeah, but he would. It would be you know we need some of that. He's overpaid, almost yeah. three million dollars. I really like Jack McBain as a prospect last year too. I was kind of hurt when they picked him, but what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's kind of shocking that Jason Pominville ended up being the best player for both teams in this trade. Yeah, and this of course bought out. Scandella was good last year. Last year he was good. I don't know what happened, but. Because I remember, I, I looked at my time hop, and I was like, because the day that Chuck Fletcher was fired, I'm like, hey, thanks for Scandella. I'm like, wow, what a stark comparison a year later. Yeah. Like, horrible last year. But he was good. I thought he was fine the year before. I don't know. Maybe I'm losing my memory. But, yeah, and Linus Kronholm, obviously, I couldn't go to development camp last year because I was on vacation, but... I didn't really – I hear good things about Linus Kronholm for a fourth-round pick. He was kind of a mystery man as well. I believe he's gotten some time for Swedish national team for the under-20s or whatever. Mm. I don't know. I'm not so sure, but maybe he'll be something. Jack McBain, I, I'm not so sure if he's going to be a really good NHL player or not, but you never know. doesn't exactly have that blazing speed, but a nothing trade. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Next trade. Perhaps another nothing trade. Yeah, Nick Delorier for Zach Redmond. Redmond obviously is not an NHL contract anymore. I think we remind people of that every week. But I don't care how many goals Nick Delorier scored in Montreal. Zach Redmond's impact on the players in Rochester was a win for this trade. 100% win. Buffalo wins this trade. Delorier didn't score any goals the, the year before he was traded. No thanks. This is Nicholas Deslauriers. <laughs> the next one, ooh, baby. Perhaps the greatest trade in franchise history. Oh, my God. Scotty, I, re- I, remember, I remember this trade. Yeah, you were like, trade, trade, we have a trade. You went nuts. Well, the Buffalo Sabres acquired Scotty the Iceman Wilson. This was like the day after mm-hmm. word came out that Bob, that no one's safe and Bob Schultz is going to make moves. And this yeah. This is the answer, Scott Wilson. And they acquire him, one of the greatest players in franchise history, for a 2019 fifth-round pick. A nothing trade, but... It, yes, Wilson's yes, nothing, yes. but whatever. <laughs> yeah, nothing. They, they don't the have Wings. a they don't have a fifth round pick this year, but they have two fourth round picks, so it's fine, I guess. Okay, big one, big one. Uh, lots of controversy when this, uh, lots of commotion amongst fans, I should yes, say, when yes. this one was announced. A lot of hot takes. A van- from you too, from me as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Evander oh. Kane going to the San Jose Woo! Sharks for Daniel Regan, a 2019 first round pick which right now is slotted in at 28, and a 2019 fourth-round pick, which is slotted in at 121. I still think you could have got more than Daniel Regan. Well, if they could have, they would have. Hey, I mean, <laughs> he's a C-level prospect. If they could have, they would have. I mean, what? I don't think there's any, They had to trade him. They had to trade him. And everyone's like, oh, they should have kept him. There, you couldn't have signed. You couldn't have traded for Jeff Skinner if you kept Evander Kane. Wasn't I'm, gonna happen. I'm sure this was. You know, we took the best available trade. But, it was the only, um, the only trade, the only legitimate offer. Okay. Only one. Okay. I, I mean, it sucks. Wish you, you obviously. Is that is that Jason Bottrell's more. word? Could be. Well, no. it is, but. Mm-hmm. You think he's lying? Are you saying he's lying? I'm saying that they're going to tell you what they want you to think. True. Mm-hmm. What, I, feel I like... was past this trade. I'm not revisiting yeah. this. <laughs> I'm uh, over it. 
I mean, <laughs> it's too early to say if there's a winner here. Uh, mm. I mean, because that pick could be going in the Montour trade. We don't know yet. But, yeah, I mean, Kane, Kane had a good year. 30 goals, right? Again. Yeah. I, I don't know what he's done in the playoffs, though. Kane, Kane's a really good player. I like Evander Kane. I will always defend Evander Kane to the grave. But, yeah, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. These are all futures. This next trade I like because I, I don't know what any of these guys are doing. <laughs> a nothing trade. This is truly, truly a nothing. nothing got Nothing of consequence was done here. Um, the Sabres acquire Brandon Hickey and Mike Sislo. And for, they didn't sign Mike Sislo. He signed with the Islanders. Oh, for for <laughs> Hudson Fashing. I don't know what Sislo's doing now. Um, six, 15 points with Bridgeport this season. Yeah, but Brandon Hickey, I mean, you obviously had higher hopes for him. He had an okay year in Rochester, I would say. But, I mean, Hudson Fashing wasn't... I don't even think he played at all in Arizona, so played in Tucson for the whole year. Yeah, Fashion, what a bad trade, the Hudson Fashion trade. Oh, my God. That's unbelievable how bad that trade was. Two second-round picks in Braden McNabb for Hudson Fashion and Nick Deloria. That is horrible. Horrible. And Good one Lord. of those picks turned out to be Eric Chernak. <sighs> that, uh... Mm. Sucks. That is truly the blueprint for where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine. I I don't know. I it's just mind boggling. It's all in the past now. Yeah. Anything, <laughs> any speculation is revisionist history. All right. Uh, we don't want going on the saber. This was a head scratcher, but maybe this could be because the Sabers had a few extra picks last year. I think so. Maybe this is why they didn't. They didn't. They don't have a fifth round pick this year. Because of the Scott Wilson trade, maybe this is why it happened. They traded their 2018 sixth-round pick, which is the first pick in the sixth round in Toronto, which turned out to be Pontus Holmberg, for Toronto's 2019 sixth-round pick, which as of right now is slotted in at 180. So they slid down like 27 spots. I don't remember. draft later, so... Who knows? Maybe they're like, you know what? We really like this guy that's coming up. He'll probably be a late-round pick next year. We'll pick just pick him. Hmm. We like him better than what's available right now. I don't remember that one. A nothing trade. Again, all of these trades so far are basically either nothing trades or too early to tell. Yeah. Uh, next trade. The Sabres trade a 2019 fourth-round pick, which will be the 98th pick in the draft, to the Pittsburgh Penguins for Connor Sherry and Matt Hunwick. Well, Obviously a win, barring the Penguins finding a stud with that fourth-round pick. Uh, Sherry had a pretty decent year for a fourth-round pick. That's all you can ask for, mm-hmm. more more than what you can ask for. Yeah. Matt Hunwick obviously was just a salary dump just to make the trade go through. If you don't take on Matt Hunwick, you probably have to give up like a second or a third or another prospect. So, yeah, definitely a win for Buffalo, this one. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think uh, Sherry is going to give you more than a your average fourth round pick could mm-hmm. ever give you too so all right now whew, the trade that we talk about every week Ryan yep. O'Reilly going to the St. Louis Blues in exchange for a 2019 first round pick which as of right now is slotted in at number 20 obviously you're hoping that the Blues get bounced in the first in the second round and maybe it'll slide down so Buffalo can keep it uh, a 2021 second round pick Tage Thompson, Vladimir Sabotka, and Patrick Berglund. 
Conditions on the trade, if St. Louis is 2019 first round pick, ends up being top 10, the Blues have the option to keep it, which is not the case. Uh, result, pick is not top 10, Buffalo receives 2019 first round pick, and also the Brandon Montour trade as well. Uh, if, that, if the St. Louis pick slots in between 20 and 31, the Ducks have a choice between the Sharks first round pick from the Vander Kane trade or the Blues pick. So you're hoping that Buffalo gets to keep that pick from St. Louis. Uh, uh, on paper, like just looking at this, that's an ugly trade. On paper, yeah. Yeah. I mean, two of those guys are not even going to be on the team. I mean, but listen... Ber- like from the get go, Berglund and Sabotka were nothing. You like we knew these are just salary dumps. Yeah. We knew. I. Of course, you had higher hopes. Yeah. But. But I feel like I mean yeah, they're salary dumps. But if you're dumping the best center in the league for salary dumps, the best center in the league, the best faceoff man. Who cares? I mean, he's he this was not Ryan O'Reilly. Okay, come on. I'm the Ryan O'Reilly this year was not the Ryan O'Reilly that played two, three years in Buffalo. Just no. Right. That's that's correct. It's it is correct. Yes. Because there was speculation that they might not have even been able to get a second or third round pick for O'Reilly. It's. Uh, I will never know what went on in wherever the room was. I think Pagula had a lot to deal with this trade. Well, yeah, because it would have been his his checkbook that was yeah. affected by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't. I don't think they wanted to pay the bonus, and that goes against everything he said. Where's? <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I'll just go drill another oil well. You yeah. know? that goes against that, but. I guess it's not that easy. I guess it's, there's not enough. The trade is Thompson, the first-round pick, and the second-round pick. And obviously you hope they can strike gold with that first-round pick. Yeah. Yeah. Right now it looks uh, ugly, but what's O'Reilly going to look like in two, three years? He's already not not a fast guy, so oh God, obviously you're hoping, you're hoping that he trails off soon. So we don't have to hear about this every day for the rest of our lives. This is why I don't think about this stuff. I don't want to stress myself out, so I just... I leave it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Tage Thompson could still be a good player, too. People forget about him. He had a really good time in Rochester. Cup of coffee there. Mm-hmm. Uh, next trade. Big one. Cliff Pooh, a second-round pick, which is the 36th pick, a 2023rd-round pick, and a 2026th-round pick going to the Carolina Hurricanes for Jeff Skinner. Jury's still out on this one, unfortunately. We won't know if this is a win until the dotted line is signed by Mr. Skinner. But. And the skin man was born. Mm-hmm. Just based off the success of this trade alone, the Bottrell's trophy has to be re-signing him and just being like, hey, I traded for this 40-goal scorer, and now look, I signed him. He's here for seven years. You have the capital to get it done. Just do it. I don't know what could possibly be halting this. They're just trying to get... They're trying to yeah. nickel and dime this team. No, we're not in the, the position to be letting guys like this go. We're just not. We're not. Oh, I'm going to get going. This, get is, going. this is a loss if they don't sign him. It is. The 30, oh, absolutely. 36th pick in the draft is a good pick. Yes. So, I don't know. I don't know. 
Oh, you know. Hmm. Okay, they gotta sign him. Gotta sign him. I, I. Hopefully it's a good. Hopefully it's a good contract. But I don't know what could possess this front office to think that that, that this this deal should not happen. I, you're you're not in that position yet to let these guys go. What do you have in each Jeff Skinner? What what will be your makeup for it? You, there's not enough guys for agency to, you know... Uh, Definitely not on the wing. Not on the wing. No, I mean, what are you going to do? Oh, my God. There's no point. Go off. Just you, do it. What are you going to do? Replace him with Matt Duchesne? They might. There's no point. What I'm saying is there's no point. I, I think Duchesne's going to resign in Columbus. Oh, yeah. Personally. Now I think he will. Yeah. Uh, I think Panarin might even reconsider if they make a deep run. Mm-hmm. But there... I, I, I don't... I don't... Why... If you don't re-sign Skinner, then you're out of touch with the fan base, and that just that proves it further. I I don't think there's going to get fired if if you yeah, don't sign I, I, Skinner and you miss the playoffs miserably again. I was next gonna year. I was gonna wait till the end of this review to say this, but none none of this is particularly sexy. None of these yeah. trades like this is a very they boring, don't age well. Similarly to Tim Murray's trades, these are AHL trades that he made, and whatever superstars he traded are arguable if we even got proper compensation or not. So, mm-hmm. it's not a very attractive uh, list to look at. Yeah. It, 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 you, it makes you long for more looking he at needs, this. I mean, he needs a big off season. A team that is perpetually rebuilding, like us. We should not have to look at these trades and say, "Well, did we really get what we wanted?" Because I think if if you're a rebuilding team, you got to have the proper GM that knows where you're at and is able and you know is able to tell GMs where you're at, and maybe then that changes whatever you get for said for whatever player. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm rambling now. But I it's wonder just... if Mark Bergman regrets not giving Buffalo a third pick for O'Reilly. Maybe he does. Yeah, maybe. I would not see if, if we had got Kakanyami. Well, they both. We would take Kachuk. Kachuk we would take Kachuk. My apologies. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, I then I'd love it. Then I'd yeah. love it. But, I mean, we got I, well, a listen, mixed bag. Here. I remember when they were winning, and we put a poll out, because this was a topic. Mm-hmm. What if they got the third pick instead? And people said, like, the vast majority of people preferred... The package they actually got over the third overall pick. Even if the Blues, they pick, did. Like this is like I. Th- these are facts. Go back. Go back and listen to the episodes from November. That happened. The vast majority of people preferred the package that they got from the St. Louis Blues over a potential third overall pick, Brady Kachuk. Why would you go with a package that is supposedly a cap dump over something that could make your team better now and in the future? I I picked the third overall pick. Just saying. Yeah, and and in hindsight, we yeah we should have done that, but instead you take two guys who are are Berglund's gone. We can just Berglund's gone. Him, but, yeah, and Sabalka could be very well gone as well. Mm-hmm. He might be on the next plane to Siberia. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, okay. Moving forward here. Yeah, Jack Doherty on. for Nick Baptiste. Baptiste <laughs> was traded to Toronto for future considerations. Doherty's Baptiste was Doherty's playing. Probably not back next year, but... Baptiste was playing... Again, another uh, nothing trade. He was playing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yep. A nothing trade. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, another nothing trade. Taylor Fadoon for a 2027th round pick. And there's a condition attached to that, but it's... The, the condition was met, so they got the pick. So. Okay. 
Cool. That's as little as you could possibly get in a trade. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Oh, well. A nothing trade. Fadoon was good for oh Dallas, though. God. Nice. Look at, this, <laughs> look at this next one. Taylor Lear for Justin Bailey. <laughs> if that's not a Jason Bottrell trade, then... Then what is clearing out all Darcy Regeer's draft picks? Yeah, not not the right ones though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ones that are on the team. Yeah, a nothing trade once more. Uh, Lear was pretty good. Probably's not back next year. Just think, this team was practically built by Darcy Regeer. Still, mm-hmm. we still have a team built by Darcy Regeer. All right, we got a good one. We got a good yep, one. Here we go. Uh, Finally. Brand, Brandon Montour for Brandon Gooley in a 2019 first round pick. Right now, scheduled to be. The Blues pick, 20th, mm-hmm. right now. Good. This is on pace to be a W. Mm-hmm. Right on here. pace, let's hope. Yes. Unless, oh, you know, unless we let Brandon Montour walk because we can't agree on a $200,000 difference. I guess, I guess maybe there's not enough room in Texas for an oil well. Maybe all the oil fields are occupied. <laughs> maybe Rex Tillerson owns all of them. And Terry can't buy any space. Has to... Go to Oklahoma, where there's probably different fracking laws. Buy another one in Tulsa. Maybe he just moves the team to Tulsa. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> and Brent- we become the Tulsa Pagoilers. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but anyways, Brennan Gooley uh, fell out of favor in the organization. was passed by Lawrence Pilot. Uh, Montour, I've really liked him in his short stint with Buffalo. He played on, like, a 50-point pace to... In this time here, so cool. I hope I'm hoping for big things next year. And he was good enough where I forgot he was on the team because he didn't make any mistakes. Exactly. And yeah. when you're this team and your standard is so low, that's all you can ask for. Mm-hmm. So, best case scenario here, the Blues lose in the next round. Hopefully, get pushed back in the draft order so Buffalo can keep the pick in the teens. Mm-hmm. And then the Sharks win the cup, so uh, the Ducks get the 31st pick in the draft. Part of this trade. Remember That's what we're hoping for at this point. If I may just do a little sidebar thing. Remember those old NHL.com headlines? Like, they were always super clever and, like, punny. Yeah, that, yeah. What do you think would have to happen for them to have used the headline, Blue's Clues? Uh, it probably Remember, was already used. It, it probably was used, but I don't know. That would have been a great NHL.com headline. Last but not least, yes. blockbuster trade deadline trade. Nathan Beaulieu. Going to the Winnipeg Jets for a 2016, 2019 sixth-round pick, 177 overall. I think, is is Beaulieu the uh, first player to appear twice? Yes, he is the this? first player to appear twice. Yep. Uh, I mean, they got what they got. It's better than nothing. Yeah, fine. That's the story of this yeah. whole thing. They got what they got. Like, yeah, if you're, it's better than if you're looking at this list... But indeed. In hindsight... Mm-hmm. Most of the trades are, yeah, whatever, or jury's still out, or, yeah, that doesn't look great, but it could turn out to be good. We'll see. Like the O'Reilly trade? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I just saw another Blues pun. If they kept losing, we could have said Blues for Hughes. Oh, my God, that's awesome. <laughs> blues for Hughes. Put that on a T-shirt. That would be great. Yeah, that's, those are the Jason Bottrell trades. And if you're looking at these, he needs a big off season. He needs a big off season. And maybe maybe next week we'll we'll take a look at some teams that are going to have to be making some shakeups. Maybe look at some potential trade options, guys that they could target. 
as far as trades go, like you look at the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Jets, the Penguins, there are teams out there that are going to have to be clearing some cap space. And Buffalo has a lot of cap space, so we'll take a look at that next week. Stay away from Jacob Truba. Oh, come on. He's a cancer. He's not a cancer. I think that, I don't know, he just strikes me as a jerk. And his decision-making in that Game 5 lost the game and lost the series for the Jets. All right. We'll get Thank to you that for coming to my time. TED Talk. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you enjoyed, let us know. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Uh, you can just search Charging Buffalo Podcast and it should pop up. And thank you guys for listening because your, your, your listening ship, viewership, has created some new opportunities for us. Mm-hmm. To, yes, yeah, absolutely. We, we appreciate each and every one yes, of you. Yeah. thank you. And it's cool having a listener come in, come into Ted's and be like, yeah, Joe, yeah. listen to the podcast. It was really good. I'm like, yeah. wow, cool. Thanks. I haven't had that happen probably because yeah. I, I don't talk about um, where I work on here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so if you're if you're ever maybe some in the neighborhood, stop by. I'm always at Ted's, so mm-hmm. come say hi. Yeah. Uh, I'll, Fu- I'll give you future manager right here. <laughs> I'll give you a... How did your cooking... Uh, oh, it was good. I good. passed. Okay. Passed oh, wonderful. Colors, wonderful. Yes. wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stop by. I'll give you a 10% off discount if you mention the podcast. Oh, there you go. Your own promotion. Yeah, 10% off. Yep. Uh, give you the senior discount. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, follow Charging Buffalo on Twitter and Instagram at the Charging Buff. Uh, check out recent articles on the ChargingBuffalo.net. I got one on five potential... Options with the seventh overall pick. I'll do another one for when we know what pick the Sabres are getting with that second round, second first round pick, I should say. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter as well, JoeTCBNHL and LVKETCB. We'll be back next Thursday for another edition of the podcast. And we hope you enjoyed. Let us know. We'll see you in the next one.